This program is brought to you by the University of Southern Queensland. What's up, everybody? My name is Russell, and what time is it? It is Hero Time, in which I'll be bringing you up to date on all the latest in pop culture news for your hearing pleasure. Coming up this week, the final trailer for the Super Mario Brothers movie revealed a Beetlejuice sequel is in the works. Bob Odenkirk said that he is starring in the Room remake, and Sam Raimi said that Drag Me to Hell 2 will be happening. But first up on our top story, coming from the folks of IGN, the Super Mario Brothers movie got its final trailer during a special Nintendo Direct focused on the film last week. Among the highlights is an incredibly fatalistic and hilarious Luma being not so helpful to Luigi, who's trapped in a cage above some hot lava as Luma warns that he's fresh meat for the grinder. The only hope is the sweet release of death, she tells him adorably. After that opening, which also has the penguins that were shown in the previous trailer, we get tons more Super Mario lore dropped on us. Bowser, played by Jack Black, prepares his army of Koopas, Goombas, and whatever those things are. We call them Spinies, Bowser, for war, as we get more glimpses of Peach's castle, and even one of Fire Donkey Kong, as well as a whole sequence on Mario Kart's iconic Rainbow Road. It's also the longest listen we've gotten so far of Chris Pratt's performance of Mario. In addition to Pratt, a notoriously controversial choice, although co-director Aaron Horvath recently defended it, the movie also stars Anya Taylor-Joy as Princess Peach, Charlie Day as Luigi, and Jack Black as Bowser, Keegan-Michael Key as Toad, Seth Roken as Donkey Kong, Fred Armisen as Cranky Kong, Kevin Michael Richardson as Kamek, and Sebastian Maniscalco as Spike. The Super Mario Brothers movie opens in the US and 60 other markets on the 5th of April, having recently been moved forward two days. It'll additionally hit markets in April and May, with Japan opening on the 28th of April. Up next, reports from IGN confirmed that Wednesday star Jenna Ortega is reportedly in negotiations for a role in Tim Burton's Beetlejuice 2, according to The Hollywood Reporter. The publication's sources claim Ortega is being sought to star as the daughter of Wyona Ryder's Lydia from the 1988 original. It also claimed that production on the long-gestating sequel is planned to begin in May or June this year, with Tim Burton expected to helm and Michael Keaton set to return. Warner Brothers and Ortega's representatives have not commented on the report. Talks of Beetlejuice sequel have persisted since the 1988 original, but it would appear Beetlejuice 2 has been slowly inching closer to reality over the past decade. After being teased way back in 2011, Michael Keaton admitted he's been in talks 
with Tim Burton in 2014, and in 2017, Burton confirmed that a sequel was closer than ever. A script for Beetlejuice 2 also reportedly underwent a rewrite back in 2017 by re-memory writer Mike Vukadinovich. And speaking of Jenna Ortega, you can catch her in Scream 6, which is in theaters right now. Up next, IGN reports that Bob Odenkirk has shared that he's starring in a remake of The Room, playing Johnny, the main protagonist, portrayed by Tommy Wiseau in a 2003 cult film, which he also wrote, produced, and directed. The Better Call Saul star took to Twitter to corroborate a report from Slash Film, sharing the news of the actor's lead role in the upcoming remake of The Room. This is real. This is true, he wrote. And let me tell you, I tried my best to sell every line as honestly as I could, and I had a blast. Odenkirk's tweet came after podcaster Justin DeClos revealed that the feature-length remake of The Room had been shot mostly on green screen and that it's not played as a joke. He later shared a photo of the cast and crew, which included horror filmmaker Mike Flanagan. The report notes that the film will benefit a charity called Amphar, the Foundation for AIDS Research, with a production company acting for a cause also involved in the project. Brando Crawford, the founder of Acting for a Cause, shared a series of snaps from filming in January. 2003's The Room is widely regarded as one of the best, worst movies ever made, having attained cult status in the years after its release. The film tells the story of Johnny, a perfect guy who gets betrayed by his wife, his best friend, and basically the entire universe. Wiseau's co-star Greg Sestero wrote a book with Tom Bissell titled The Disaster Artist about the film's troubled production. The book was later adapted for the big screen under the direction of James Franco, who starred in the film with his brother Dave. The final report of the day, reports coming from, you guessed it, IGN, states that Ghost House Pictures is trying to come up with the story for Drag Me to Hell 2, according to director Sam Raimi. Raimi revealed his production company was ideating a Drag Me to Hell sequel during a recent Reddit AMA via Collider. Ghost House production head Romel Adam and the director of development Jose Canas are trying to come up with a story that would work and I'm anxious to hear if they do, Raimi said in response to a question about the possibility of a sequel. Drag Me to Hell is a 2009 horror movie directed and co-written by Raimi. It stars Alison Lohman as Christine Brown, a loan officer cursed by a bank patron. Christine, with the help of her boyfriend Clay, played by Justin Long, has three days to lift the curse before being, as the title suggests, dragged to hell.
Potential plot details for the potential sequel were not disclosed. Raimi's first film after his Spider-Man trilogy, Drag Me to Hell, earned over $90 million in the US at the worldwide box office, tripling its estimated budget in ticket sales. It was equally successful critically, boasting a 92.5% on Rotten Tomatoes. IGN's own Drag Me to Hell review awarded it a 9. Next up for the Evil Dead creator is Evil Dead Rise on the 20th of April. Raimi served as an executive producer on the movie, which was directed by Lee Cronin. And that's all the time for Hero Time this week. Thank you very much for listening to this week's edition of Hero Time. Join me again next week while I keep you up to date on all the latest in pop culture news for your absolute hearing pleasure. And don't forget you can follow me on Twitter at Phoenix Hero Time for all the pop culture news I post. And if you want to catch up on this week's episode of Hero Time, listen to it again on Phoenix Radio Podcast. Thanks again for listening. My name is Russell, and for all the music and programs you love, keep it right here to Phoenix Radio Online on phoenixradio.com.au and on the TuneIn Radio app. Catch you then. Bye-bye.